Hi, Nicole. Hi, Evie. Cheers. Cheers. Ooh, Cheers did you hear one. that? That's nice, yeah. Cheers to the queers. Yeah. Cheers to the queers. Aw. Cheers to Echo. And Echo and Syzygy and Luna and Texas Allison Swift. Texas Allison. Oh, and Cokie. And Cokie. And Cokie. Widow. Oh. oh, I was like, who's Widow? But I forgot. Oh. Like, oh. <laughs> anyway, hi. Hi. How are you? Okay, how are you? <laughs> I'm good. Good. How was your week? My week was a lot. <laughs> um, And it ended up excellent. I mean, I worked like a fucking crazy person. And then uh, Friday, my mom came into town. Mm, happy and, birthday, by the way. Yeah, we celebrated my mom's birthday on Friday evening and Saturday uh, and had some adventures with the moms, which Aww. was so much fun. And then um, Sunday, well, okay, and so also this weekend, it was my aunt and uncle's 50th wedding anniversary. Wow, that's impressive. What is that? Isn't that like... It's Gold the golden or, yeah the golden anniversary yeah. right it's like 50 fucking years with somebody i mean how i mean ooh. you know what that makes me think of when i just think of those anniversary things i just think of um nick and schmidt because remember the 10 year 10 years and their their anniversary their friendship anniversary was 10 years so they were doing a party of like 10 years and 10 because apparently 10 years is 10 and that just that's all that reminds me of is that how do i not remember this oh episode my. i'm gonna have to rewatch now yes they're literally having an anniversary party that's when nick becomes an entrepreneur and buys a porta potty <laughs> oh my god again once again if you haven't watched new girl it might look like kind of a of a friends or something yeah like it's like so cheesy, not it's it's not. It is. It's. I don't know that I've ever laughed as hard at a show as New Girl. It is so charming and clever and funny. And I apologize. Go back to the anniversary. Yeah. No. Totally. I agree. A hundred percent. I love detours like that. Mm -hmm. Um. Yeah. No. So it was. It was Jet and G's fiftieth wedding anniversary. I love that name. So Jet and G's. Yeah. Well, Jet is my aunt and G is my uncle. That's what I call I them anyway. That. That's not their actual names, but whatever. Um, so Saturday we sent them dinner and like my cousin, their son and his wife took dinner over to them and they had dinner together. And my uncle had one leg amputated a, a few years back. So, uh, and he's gotten up there, you know, he's a little older, um, and he's got some other health issues. So, uh, my cousin and his wife got my uncle, one of those rocket, uh, launcher, like, uh, lazy boys where it basically propels you to stand up. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it's not a rocket launcher, but that's what I'm calling it. Wait, that exists? Yeah, like it helps you stand all the way up. So it's good for people who have like issues with, you know, yeah. like knees and backs and things like that. Oh so you don't have to put the strain on your body. Like it, yeah. the chair will get you up. Oh, it's a pain in the ass to get up. Like my mom's couch, she has a big couch. You sit in the one corner spot. You're I never have, up. I have to roll over to get up. <laughs> like I can't just get up. Yeah. So, and then they got my aunt uh, a new computer for her work. So it was, you know, and then on Sunday we all Zoomed, like the entire family Zoomed. A mm -hmm. uh, little 50th anniversary party for them. And that was amazing. I got to see some family members I hadn't seen in a very long time. Some that, you know, like have been very ill and, you know, haven't been able to see them for some time. And we're, we're... Where do they live mostly? Ohio? Um, no, uh, we range from Cleveland. No, New Jersey is the easternmost. 
And then uh, San Francisco and LA would be the westernmost. Wow. Yeah. So, I mean, and then we've got Vegas and Chicago. So, I mean, like a couple stops in yeah. between and then here in Michigan. Yeah. And yeah. Cleveland. And yeah. Nice. Excellent. Yeah. So it was, it was a great week. It was a lot of fun, <laughs> but I'm exhausted. Yeah. I <laughs> and I have another that. crazy week of work ahead of me. So Aww. wish me luck. How, are, how was your week? <laughs> uh, my week was okay. My grandma took a, took a spill. Um, she's getting up there and she, um, she fell pretty, pretty badly. She was, she was on the ground for 20 hours before they found her, which was brutal. That is awful. Yeah, it, it's really kind of hard to think about. It's been a pretty, you know, it's just, it's strange to, she's, she's just, my grandma is like just a badass. She owned a business. She started a business, but not a lot of women started businesses. Um, you know, her and my mom together built a pretty, pretty successful business. And, you know, my grandma worked up until just five or so years ago and she was just so so like vibrant and then you know just it's it's hard to see like people enter a different stage of their life you know like all of a sudden like not all of a sudden but then she's older and she's on oxygen all the time now and this fall is probably gonna you know she went from she was living in an assisted living place um she had her own apartment but again, she fell. They didn't find her for 20 hours. Yeah. So now she's going into an actual, like, more of like a nursing home. But one of the women that worked for her um, for almost 30 years, like, she's worked with our family. She actually works at the nursing home. So that's awesome. Mm. So my, my grandma's going to be there with people. Yeah. You know, so. How does she feel about that transition? <sighs> she knows that she has to. I mean, that fall was rough on her. She hit her head. Um, she, you know, she, I mean, we also. <laughs> They obviously had the option of like the life alert kind of thing, but she didn't want to wear it before. And right. then there's also like around the apartments, these apartments, they have little things that you can pull that'll like uh, trigger an alarm. But she hit her head. She said she just, in her mind, you know, she wasn't thinking of things like that. So she knows sure. that, um, you know, she knows that it's time that she can't live you know, on assisted knowledge. She right. has to live in like with, sure. with more assistance. So, yeah. And well, you know, it's good that she'll have a friendly face there. Uh, yeah. Like, and I mean, this woman has again worked for my grandma and with my grandma for over 30 years. I mean, she's kind of family at this point. So it's a really, that I'm really happy about that. Yeah. I don't think my mom would do it otherwise, yeah. but also, you know, with my mom's work schedule, my grandma can't be alone at all right now. So, um, mm. but yeah, it's kind of rough, but like, I don't know. I, I mean, is she healing like, okay and stuff? I mean, yeah, she seems to be, I mean, they did a, they did a full scan and said everything else was okay, but she broke her arm. She broke her hand. She is black eyes. Mm. Like, oh my goodness. My sister told her she looks like a sloth because the black <laughs> because she has her both her hands and like cast in the black part of her eyes, and so we were all laughing over that. <laughs> so that was kind of funny, but she's okay. I mean, I don't know. I just I know that when falls change things for people. I know yeah. that you know I'm I'm thankful she didn't break like her hip or something, but like also I know that. Uh, that's usually when things really start to change a bit. So we'll see how it yeah. goes. But I mean, she's lived an awesome life, a very active life, very full. She has a lot of people love her. Everybody, everybody loves my grandma. So yeah, she has a lot of people around her. Yeah. 
I don't know that she, there's a lot of people stopping by this week at my mom's house. I feel like that was a little like much for her, but yeah. Yeah. Ah, she's good. <sighs> so, but otherwise, it was a good week in the way. Like my little cousin's graduating, the Whitney, the cute one with the, the prom, yeah. And so she was down here and um, getting like stuff for her graduation, which is coming up in a couple weeks. And congratulations, so some, Whitney! Yeah, so I had some family down, and that was good. <clears throat> that's fun. Yeah, and that's it. That's all I got. All right. Well, uh, how about we get to it? Let's get to it. Seriously, Nicole, are you so ready for the beach this summer? Actually, I am. I'm, I listen. Like, do you have your bikini body ready? Oh, fuck no, but I am definitely ready for the beach this summer. Um, I'm all for it. I, you know, I spent this whole week thinking about what this episode should sound like or look like because it was a tough one because I was like, like body image is so important it's just, we're so oversaturated with the conversation about it. Like, I'm all about, I well, I try to have kind of a fuck it attitude. But, of course, like every other human, I'm just riddled with insecurities. Um, but, like, like I was, I was kind of noticing, like, uh, like, I follow Lizzo on, like, all her social media. And, you know, BuzzFeed is one of those. It is so millennial, BuzzFeed is. It's just, like, that news thing. But I get a lot of news from there. I whatever. love BuzzFeed, yeah. But I swear to God, I swear every single, every single article on Lizzo is about her body. And it's always like, you go, girl. Lizzo's, you know, changing. Lizzo's reacting to body image. And it's that the whole conversation, the whole conversation, everything in BuzzFeed is about Liz's body mm -hmm. and everything goes back into it. And it's like, it gets so fucking exhausting because like, I feel like everybody should get to take part in hot girl summer, especially this year, because last year we had disease summer, pandemic, <laughs> we had summer. pandemic summer, we had illness summer. We had the but, summer of the sick. We had summer sick. We had, <laughs> We had quarantine summer. This year, everybody to be hot girl summer. But yes, of course, we all have body issues. So let's get into it. <laughs> so we're talking about body issues this week, are we? Well, we're, I, to me, we're talking about hot girl summer. But you guess you kind of have to go talk a little bit about body issues, too, in order to get to hot girl summer. So here's the thing. I think everybody's ready everybody's got their beach body ready right now because however your body looks you're ready for the fucking beach if you want to go to the beach when that's how i feel about it i i love that attitude now let me clarify when i said fuck no what i'm mostly talking about and this is a very personal preference not everybody has to do this i need to shave i need to actually i want to get like i need a wax i need to like i need my toes are a mess i need I mean, I'm past the pedicure. They're like hooves at this point. Like, it's just so bad. I need all of it. Um, I prefer wax, but like it's been a minute. So, sh you know, shaving is awful. I hate it. But to me, I personally, that's 
important to me. So that's kind of what I my my go to is like, I mean, I did I, I did shower today and I did shave my armpits and I was like hot girl summer and then I look at my legs and I was like no not yet. <laughs> so I mean I don't know. Woolly mammoth summer exactly. So that's the big part. Um, but yeah, be, being like as far as that's so tricky because I spent my whole life in the beach. Like growing up, I grew up on a lake. And it's never been that for me. I guess I've never really thought of, like, and it's funny because the lake that I grew up on, Cass Lake, is a very active lake. That sandbar, if you Google image Cass Lake sandbar, it literally looks like fucking Cabo. Like, there's a million people in boats and dancing and stuff like that. So I, you know, like, I definitely grew up in an active lake, but also it's just the beach. Go down. I go like even when I was working in my hometown, just right after work, and just go swimming. So, I guess beach body. I don't equate it because if I do, then I get uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah, I get it. Yeah. Well, I mean, so for me, like I, I have a different standard for everyone else versus myself, and I think that's true sure. for probably a lot of people, right? Like when I look at other people and I see them, I think you know, especially like, well, and it usually, I mean, it really depends on how somebody's carrying themselves. Right. Mm -hmm. So like any shape or size, like you can be beautiful, you can be sexy, you can be powerful, you can be all of those things. Um, and you can also not be, you know, just depending on just the way you carry yourself. Right. So like in terms of that, I, uh, you know, I mean, it's very much that way for me with other people, but for myself, like when I'm uncomfortable in my skin and I don't feel good about my body, I don't want to like, you know, wear certain things. Sure. And I spent probably my entire twenties living in fucking Los Angeles and not fucking going to the beach and swimming because, well, it was probably toxic at the time, but also just cause I didn't want to put on a bathing suit. Yeah. You know? And then like I got into my thirties and I started to kind of like, go out into a bathing suit, but like being like still very, very covered up. Yeah. And then finally getting to a point of really fully enjoying myself and just putting on the bathing suit and saying, fuck it and having fun. Yeah. And I really now look back with a lot of regret. You know, I feel like I've missed out on a lot of summers having a lot of fun Yeah. because of dumb ass motherfucking body issues, you know, that, that were unnecessary, you know, because it's not like there's some like hideous, like weird thing growing outside of me or any, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I have a body I mean, like fucking everybody else and I've got bumps and curves and rolls and stretch marks and all the fucking things. And we all fucking have those things. So like why be self-conscious about them? But th isn't that like just, the way of life, everybody looks back and they're like, I feel like that's one of the main regrets in life is like thinking um, about all the time you spent thinking about what other people think. Like I was actually, this is sound. Well, I don't even, it wasn't necessarily about what other people think. Or what you, but I mean like your image, but like, mm. well, what I was going to say, I, I was talking to my therapist today. We actually had this conversation about this. This is interesting because it was like, we both, you know, she was like, you know, nobody ever, the people don't even think about other people that often, you know, like, no, I so mean, <gasps> Echo agrees. Echo agrees. My therapist and I had this conversation about um, 
how it's hard to be on video calls with people and zoom and stuff because you sit and look at yourself and like she's like even me she's like for the first six months of this you know i, I met all my clients on on zoom she's like i would just stare at myself half the time and be like why does my hair look so dumb <laughs> and she's like and it became a really big part of you know of like a loss of focus for me and i was like and well and it's funny because I don't know. Anytime I have a therapist or anybody, I'm like not amazing at just like taking advice. I'm like better at talking, talking through with somebody. Yeah. So I was like, yeah. And it's funny because you kind of learn like so no pe people barely think about you or register. You know, they're just thinking about themselves. Yeah. And, and I mean, I get what you're saying, though. Like this is more of a how you feel about you. And there is nothing worse being in like uncomfortable in your own skin. Um, as far as like body shape and body size goes I just feel like there's nothing that can be changed at the exact moment I but I will never not enjoy the fucking beach yeah like I am I mean every single at day at this point I won't either but uh, no I, well I mean I have before but also I feel like growing up on the beach you do get into the beach in a different way like I never saw the beach as like a it wasn't like a go and tan and like layout thing the beach is like just get it was ridiculous just every day. It just, yeah, and get ridiculous in the water. I mean, yeah. no, to be and fair, when you grow up in a landlocked place like I did, you know, I mean, like you had to go to the swimming pools or to or to lakes, but you know, I mean, that was usually a little bit of a trip. Yeah, no, we were. I mean, it was every morning, and I still, still to this day, my mom lives on a lake. I go to the beach every day. In the and summer. pool culture is very much, especially in the eighties, it was very much tanning <laughs> and being cute. Yes, yes, and not really swimming. <laughs> We were literally swimming with like so the the lake I grew up on, Cass Lake. It was just such an active lake, and we would just swim across it. I can't believe I cannot believe that I survived that lake because we would swim literally across this whole lake. Then there was Dollar Lake, which is a lake connected to it, but if you touch it, you'll die. Um, it, apparently, there's a million dollars buried under it. There's a bunch of like like local lore around it, but it was like just an adventure. So lake, you know, so when I lived in California, going to the beach was just jumping in. I mean, every single time, every single time I got a bloody nose every time, because I would get my ass kicked in the Pacific because it's such a like violent, Ugh. the waves are so intense. Yeah. But like that. So I, I feel like that's my only saving grace is that I never saw the beach as that. Yeah. Like, but now that being said, when I lived in Boston, you're right. The fucking pool was different. Like we go to the pool in the North End, and like I wouldn't go and just be like whatever. It had to be you have to be dressed kind of cute, the like cute like suit, and like my toes would have to be done, and like and if that wasn't done, I was so uncomfortable with my own skin. So oh yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, you know, and I think part of it too for me also was um, having grown up as a gymnast. Yeah, that's so, very I mean, different. there's a lot of body image stuff going on in the gymnastics world. And on top of it, when I got injured, I remember my coach uh, when I came in to visit. And I, I was on crutches for like six months at the time. I had a knee operation and stuff. And he was like, oh, I'm surprised you hadn't gained more weight. And it was really, I mean, like, and that like was one of those kinds of things that was like very clear to me. It was a very clear message that since I'm not doing this, I'm going to get fat and lazy. You yeah. know what I mean? Which was just like kind of a fucked up message to give to a fucking kid. Well, I think that it's pro kind of proven that there's a lot of to toxicity in the 
the gymnast gymnastics well, but gymnastics I think that girl. also affected oh, me in terms of body image do you yeah know what I mean? well yeah I'm sure just in general like, and and to be fair I mean like my mom spent a lot of the 80s dieting diet culture diet culture was huge back then I mean she was eating AIDS when it was a diet candy and not a fucking <laughs> virus sorry. that kills people I'm sorry um say what AIDS yeah yeah it was AIDS. like I think I I feel like it was a Y D S, but it might not have been. It may have been a I D S. But they were like these chocolate diet candies that were fucking so good. Yeah. But <laughs> but I mean she she was she was eating AIDS. <laughs> brutal <laughs> and you know she did weight watchers and she did a lot of all you know a lot of those different kinds of diets and so, so i sort of grew up in that kind of culture of uh you know dieting is something that women do see my mom definitely did later in life like now my mom's all over it she's always trying something and my mom looks great she just that's how she likes to I, that's just how she's gonna live her life. It was she, but you know, she does. To be fair, she does eat a lot of pasta. We grew up with way too much pasta in my life, and I don't like pasta. I don't think that's a thing you can say. You don't like. Pasta? I don't like pasta or bread. I don't. Oh my I'm god, not even, I make pasta for you all the time. Why don't you ever say anything? No, I like it enough. I'm just not. I've never ever gone out to like order pasta. It's I was not planning on making us pasta tonight. <laughs> I'm not a pasta person, <laughs> but um, my mom loves it, and it's not bad for her. But she just, you know, she's always trying to like make like better choices, and and I could see how maybe that would affect like my niece or something who grew up around her. But you know, my niece is. I don't know. She's just never, it doesn't seem like she's, she doesn't talk about it a lot. Like, um, I've never heard her talk about dieting or anything. Yeah. To be fair, she's tiny. Well, but. I also feel like though, I mean, like growing up with these, yeah. you know, images of like ideal womanhood and what, you know, you're yeah. supposed to quote unquote look like as a woman, right? You know, with yeah. all these supermodels and all this bullshit, right? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> Like, I feel like that has a different impact, though, like, in terms of being queer. Sure. You know sure, what I yeah. mean? Like, in, as opposed to, like, living in, like, as a hetero in a heteronormative world, you know, like. Can you imagine being a heterosexual in this economy? Oh, Jesus. Wild. Anyway, go <laughs> ahead. I know the heterosexual economy right now is crashing. It's Wild. Just Jessica, so your stock is down. It's so down. Uh, <laughs> I don't care if you IPO it or not. I don't even know what I'm saying. Yeah, same. Um, <laughs> no, but I mean, like, it's still a toxic message for everybody, right? But I think that, like, in terms of uh, body image in the queer community, I feel like it's almost flipped on its head. Like, whereas, like... Body image is, I feel like, more important to gay male culture. 100%. Versus I, lesbian culture. Where yes. In, like, and I mean, like, that's not to say that we still don't have our body issues and we don't still, like, struggle with those fucking things. But I don't feel like, at least in terms of lesbian culture or queer feminine culture, there's a shit ton of like this is what bodies are supposed to look like i feel like there's a lot more like body acceptance going well, there's on. a lot more leniency in that like i the idea of body for a queer woman or for sure female. and now yeah. there, there's also a lot that's like really fucking like complicated about it like in terms of like personal feelings and internalized 100%. feelings about having boobs or whatever 
or that dysmorphia. That's yeah. not really what we're talking about because I don't. I don't feel. Well, I don't. I don't, yeah, I, I don't know if that's dysmorphia, but. Well, I'm saying, I don't know, that's what I'm saying, but there is such a thing as dysmorphia, maybe talking about boobs or, like, having, like, you know, issues with that. Well, I know some people who do identify as female but are uncomfortable with having boobs or whatever. You know what I mean? I think that's a dysmorphia, like, uncomfortable with a part of their body. it could also just be a thing of of the male gaze, like being uncomfortable with the male gaze. There's a million words it could be, and we could do this for the next. So that's not what we're talking about. Yeah, no, because we. what we're talking about is just general. Queer culture is over talking about everything and we could over talk the shit out of that should we process this for another hour right uh no but i think it's safe to say it's very fucking different for dudes now i think that there's a good appreciation for like kind of the you know the the dad bod thing and the bears and that might kind of like more you know but in twinks and that but the in between it's it is i feel like it's tougher for gay males well for sure i think when you look at like queer uh media in general like you tend to get like that sort of like gq kind of guy still right like the guy with the fucking absolutely abs or eight pack or 12 pack or however many fucking packs you need to have these days you know the stubble that's just right not quite too much but just enough to know you're He's masculine but sexy, and yeah, you know, and, but then even like dudes and that with little like, hair trail that they yeah, <laughs> even dudes with like gray hair. I mean, you have beautiful men like Anderson Cooper, mm-hmm. or then you have um, what's his ass from Bravo, like Andy. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So guy. they're all beautiful, and like, and I think I love lesbian culture. Um, I think there's just such a different standard of people. I don't want to say standard because it is all over the place. Now, that being said, um, I have, I, I haven't seen it as much now, probably because I'm way too involved in like, um, I don't know, I, pretending that I'm like 19 because my media is like of a 19 year old now, <laughs> like I'm on TikTok and stuff all the time. But like, I remember before there being, um, uh, some issues with like, um, you know, like, feminine um presenting lesbians Mm -hmm. kind of having a hard kind of finding their place like having a hard time yeah and i feel like i mean even with young people that's still kind of part of the conversation for sure but i also think that talks that's more about gender presentation i think than about body image don't you think i don't know i mean i feel like that yeah yes and no i feel like that's actually in the middle because i feel like it is body image too because there's also your you know your queer life but also you happen to be living this whole life around it and that body image can come that pressure can come from places like you know i mean my family is like all you know my sisters are both very beautiful and like they're all they're all straight ish we are on to your <laughs> we know your tiktok history but um we do know, we that. know that so but no i mean like you know, that pressure can come right, even without meaning to, like from your family and stuff like that. So oh, for quick, sure. So I feel like, yeah, sure. It could be, it, it could be an issue with like your gender presentation, but also just kind of dealing with all of that in the world and that body image, you know, when you're a lesbian. And then even if you go, there's also lesbian communities that l- look a little different. Like the L- the community in LA was Oh, quite a bit different than oh, the community in Boston. hundred percent. I remember <laughs> what the, on the real L word, there was so much lesbian body shaming going on that it was like 
horrifying to me. Like right? Britney was fucking awful about body shaming women all the fucking time, even though she wanted to sleep with fucking everybody. But it's, I mean, and I, so I do think that that can actually be, I think that that's intertwined pretty tightly. Yeah. I mean, there's definitely a lot of, uh, I would say misogynistic, there's, we need to really dig, queer folk. We need to really dig into and, and, misogyny and anyway, though. Female identified misogynists. You know what I mean? Like hundred percent for sure. So I think that, and and we all internalize these messages. So I mean, like, and if you have that sort of misogyny as well as the patriarchal thing going on, like it definitely plays out. Yes, super gross. Fuck sucks. So fucking sucks. Um. So quick question: When you think like this hot girl summer, let's say. Um, I know this is a really big question, but do you, like, just going out and stuff, do you feel pretty comfortable? Like, are you pretty confident overall? Like, what like, do you just, mean? I don't know. Just going to, let's say, that social thing we're going to in a few weeks. Like, is it something, like, you're concerned about? Like, like looks and stuff like that? Oh, or no. do you think you've... Yeah, I think that that's an yeah. awesome place. No, I'm saying it like you. I'm really <laughs> proud of you for accepting how you look. Evie. No, no. I mean, you're. No, listen, I have. To be, I have come around full circle. To and be, I'm comfortable. To be you. fair, Evie, you are very, very attractive, and you're that's very, very cute. Sweet. No, I'm not being sweet. I'm, I'm being serious. Sweet. But like, I don't know. I think confidence is the coolest fucking thing. I do too. I agree. There's, and like nowadays, honestly, like I have kind of embraced middle agedness. Yeah, I was going to say, myself. age is another thing that it's and starts to... I've kind of embraced that. And I, like, I love, you know, like, I, you know, like, summertime, like, I've got a whole fucking gear for that. I've got ankle bracelets. I've got Aww. toe rings. I've got fucking... Uh, oh God, they're called toe thongs, which is the grossest fucking sounding. <laughs> I was gonna ever. say, I was gonna say, this is the most endearing thing I ever heard until you said toe thongs. <laughs> I mean, I've got like all of the and like summer dresses are my thing, That's and so I love cute. all the different like cover ups and things like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like going out in like a cover up in a bathing suit, I will fucking go all yeah. over town in that shit. If I'm going to the beach, I have no fucking problem being in beach gear all day long. Yeah, um, we dress really. Evie has a very, like, uh, kind of, specific, I don't know, interesting style, but it's so fitting. And it's fucking cool without being cool. Like, you just have that kind of, like, naturally. I feel like, I, to me, I just say, like, the image that I, or not the image, but kind of the impression that I get of you is that you're really comfortable in your own skin. Like, even, I, I mean. I think I am now. I feel like hanging out with you, obviously, I know you well. But, like, if I was to just meet you. Yeah. I feel like I would definitely think that yeah. you're. Well, and I think that that is something that I feel like I've always given off the impression of, and it isn't necessarily always, ha it yeah. hasn't always been true, but I think I've gotten there. You're pretty hip, though, too. To be fair, you are like... Oh, my God. You're the one who keeps us in touch with, in touch with can uh, cancel culture. <laughs> Youth <laughs> culture. Okay, but that's not hip. That's okay. weird, because I'm literally twice her age, so it's not hip. But that's the hip culture. It's not that. Did I, I just any, No, I'm saying I'm anything less than hip. What I'm wearing right now. You're like the hippest person. You're like seriously the coolest person I know. Oh, this is like a love fest. You're literally wearing a fucking <laughs> bikini kill t-shirt and a skirt. And like it just works. It just works. I love it. I don't know. I think you're super dope. Sorry. Bodies. So yeah, we don't even need to have summer bodies yet. It's just spring. Spring bodies. Yeah. <laughs> spring into summer with the body that you have and enjoy your summer. 
Now that's that? I love that, but we all we do all know that it doesn't always work out. I that way. know. I wish that like I think that's the thing. It's like if only we could really internalize those things that we try to tell ourselves. You know, those like little mantras that you have or whatever, you know, to kind of get through a situation. Yeah. If we could actually just internalize that shit and really feel it as opposed to just like yeah, it just it's faking it till we make it, you know? Or if we could just say that stuff to ourselves more often than, oh my god, you know, this. I you know, I will say um summer clothes are not my favorite. I think that's another area, small area of contention. I don't love summer clothes. Yeah. Yeah. That it doesn't give me hot, hot girl summer vibes. I love summer clothes. Well, because you dress like that all the time. <laughs> you literally just in the winter put tights on. But I can't. I mean, like, again, you're naturally cool. Like, um, but yeah, so I just, I mean, I don't know. I'm okay with it. Like uh, most of the time, cause I usually do go to the beach as often as I can. It's in some sort of like, um, leggings and a tank top because I'm half wet from a So are you suit. just not a dress kind of person? Cause summer dresses are the best. I'm not. No, yeah. I like dresses, but not summer dresses. That's not my vibe. Yeah. I don't feel like that works for me. Uh, I don't feel comfortable I love in that, yeah. the fucking moo-moos and shit. Are Wait, you kidding me? Yeah, you wear that in the winter too, though, to be fair. Like, you just literally... No, just... I put my summer dresses away. Well, okay, but I don't... Maybe they're different, but you you have a lot of the... Um... This is a skirt, so it's different. Okay. I mean, I feel like I see the, that outfit, like, not specifically, but, like, a skirt and shirt, like... Yeah, I mean, yeah. that's a typical thing for me to wear regularly. Yeah. But in the summer, I'll bust out my summer dresses, which are a little bit more breezy and, you know... Oh, yeah? Yeah, okay. I mean, like, some of them are long, some of them are shorter, you know? Some of them have, like, spaghetti straps, some of them have tank top straps. Yeah. I have you a, know? I have a couple fun ones. I have one... Um, when I lived in Boston, one of my favorite things about summer there was pretending that we were summering on the islands. Like my best friend, Libby. Libby, our East Coast correspondent. I Love miss, Libby. I miss Libby every single day of my life. We um, need to have Libby on again. We do need to have Libby on again. Libby Russell, I miss you. I miss your face. Well, we used to go to Libby and Natasha and myself. We would all go to like um, Martha's Vineyard or Nantucket and you have to pretend you're summering. So Libby could obviously just keep her name because Libby is the most... Like white East girl Coast summer. white girl summer name ever. <laughs> but like I, we would change our names up quite a bit. And we were like Constance and like all these like really. I don't know. Natasha's pretty fancy. Yeah. Well, I mean. Natasha But it's is... also fancy in like a Russian spy kind exactly. of way. Like, hello, I'm Natasha. Russian. I'm going to spy on you. Yes. Hello, Putin. How are you? I want to know, are you listening? He well, two people are listening in Russia, so one of those are probably Putin, is my guess, and the other is KBG. She <laughs> Oh fuck me! I'm gonna get kicked out of the KGB. Yeah. What was I said? IBS? Nope. No, nope, IBS. USB. KGB. 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 Uh, I'm probably gonna get kicked out now. Great. Um, I don't even know my own letters, but uh, no. Well, Natasha was Lebanese, so she is Lebanese, but so she's. Lesbianese, Le lesbianist. <laughs> um, it's it's kind of funny, yeah. Uh, just a real shout out to Natasha. I can't imagine she listens to this, but um, we used to work with this kid, and she had that kind of like you know when they say resting bitch face. Oh yeah, Natasha had kind of a 
just a face. I don't know. And just I kind of have permanent RBF. Yeah. And whatever. So our old coworker, Steve, he's like the happiest, like nicest kid ever. He used to call her Lebanezer Scrooge. Oh my God, that's adorable. Yes. So that was her nickname, especially during the holidays, because she'd always just be sitting there with Lebanezer Scrooge. <laughs> love but, that anyway that's so, a good portmanteau it was fun but very so, clever back to summering back to summer body is what i'm getting at yeah i used to love that we'd go to nantucket or martha's vineyard to get like really dressed up um i even went to the hamptons one time and it was really fucking cool like it was really kind of summery like i i was that when you that. were stalking the kardashians yes okay yeah we didn't <laughs> find them but we did some hamptons -y things the hamptons were very boring yeah, I, I yeah. would imagine them to be pretty boring and polite. Montauk is really cool. It's kind of like a surfer town at the end. You don't, like, expect it to be, but it's pretty cool. But um, I'll tell you, one of the most magical places I have ever been in my entire life is Nantucket. Yeah. I mean, I don't even know how to explain this island, how it's it's weird. I mean, it's definitely still New England, but it almost has, like, a, not a tropical vibe. I don't know how to explain it. It's like a tropical New England vibe. And it just had this really cool vegetation. And they have this, you know, the Nantucket Sound. So they have some really cool, like, shipwreck museums and stuff. And oh, right on. That That's was totally bit, up your alley. That was totally on my ass. So that Boat was nerd. So, I mean, I, you know, that was my, my hot girl summer then was like, like, ew. Now, here's what I can, here's a tip that I can give to our listeners if, Tips and tricks. If uh, you are like me, sometimes a little bit self-conscious, but still totally wanting to go to the beach, um, find an old people beach and you will be the hottest beach bod on the beach. And extra super bonus there, no kids. What's a, who, well, where's an old people beach? Well, I don't know. Amos and I managed to find a couple accidentally. In when, Michigan? When, no, in, uh, when we were in Florida visiting. Oh, yeah. I mean, a lot of beaches are old people beaches. Well, I mean, like certain sections were like just like old people, and then other sections were like families and stuff. And it's like, ooh, I'd rather hang out with the seniors. Yeah. Because frankly, there's not as many screaming children, which is mostly why I want to hang out there. It's just not as much chaos. Yeah. You know, I mean, like, kids are great. I love them. And it's, you know, fun to see kids having fun at the beach. Yeah. But, you know, sometimes you just want to chill at the beach and not have all that fucking, like, craziness around you. Yeah. You go to the old people section, you get none of the craziness, none of the chaos. It's not super jam-packed. And, once again... You're the youngest, hottest person on the fucking beach. Listen, there's... At least if you equate youth culture with hotness, which our society tends to do. So I just made that error and I did it in real time and I'm embarrassed about it, but I'm saying it anyway. <laughs> and Echo is tap dancing to it, so... Echo is... Yeah, yeah, I mean, you made that error, but also that error is what it is. I mean, that's literally... Yeah, that youth culture, all of it. I mean, we're older. Fuck, we are not youths we are not youths um but i lean into it sort of not really i'm really like i i don't know i feel like if anybody yeah my culture is around i think if it's like 23 or 25 <laughs> that's really like my music taste my everything like but um uh i'm not ashamed about age although it does go hand in hand with body image and stuff too that and it is certainly something. does go in hand in hand with like 
uh, that sort of like self effacement, you know what I mean? Sure. Like, yeah. But, um, but you know, I mean, bikini body. Eh. Yeah. I don't care. I I legit never want to wear a bikini anyway. Like a bra is already uncomfortable enough. Yeah. Well, I have all these now. My one of my biggest things is that I have these weird scars from that surgery. Like I don't know what exactly they did, but I have like four of them. There's like one in my stomach, like where my belly button is, and there's like puncture wounds. It looks like. Okay, so, I have an idea. Okay. And Echo is already agreeing with me because okay. he is totally reading my mind. And what that is is that what we do. Is we just body paint those scars. Yeah. If you're uncomfortable with them. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. Let's make it into something. Let's make it into some fucking cool piece of art. You know? I didn't think I was uncomfortable with him until I, well, first of all, I started dating somebody shortly after. And, like, it wasn't the scars. It was the actual injury that I had to be, like, uh-huh. kind of aware of. So that was kind of odd. But like then past that, now I just have these weird scars and I'm just, I don't know. I don't, I don't know if I'm uncomfortable. I mean, I have a one piece bathing suit. I don't really care. But I mean, either way, we could make them look like, you know, like a shark bit into you or something. I, love, I mean, like that would be so fun. That's a good story. I like that. Um, uh, I have a real eye for sharks. You know? Yeah. I really keep my eye out peeled in the ocean for sharks. Yeah, oh, me too. I'm, I'm fucking terrified. The, the <laughs> swimming in the North Atlantic. Um, there was a real huge shark infestation the last two years in Cape Cod, and we used to go there all the time. And they 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 closed the beach next to us. They closed like um, we used to go to Marconi, I think, and they closed like Chatham. They closed the beach next to us for Great Whites, but our beach would be open, and I'd be like, Oh yeah, there that's, was that's no that's a hop skip and a jump away. Like a couple of a couple of years ago, Amos and I were uh, in. Uh, uh, Sarasota area, mm-hmm. St. Pete area of Florida. And we went to the Gulf and it was late at night. It was out. We were out after everybody was in bed. You know what I mean? Swimming? Like, yeah, yeah. Nobody oh, was out. Shark bait. Shark Nobody bait. was out. So what we decided to do was get a little naked and go into the water. And now we weren't super far in. I mean, we were just yeah. like past the shore. <laughs> so you could still stand up, right? Yeah. And all we both wanted to do was float and just look up at the sky. And the water was like bath water. It was yeah. so warm. Bro, and so we enough. started floating next to each other naked. I mean, like, this is literally the most magical feeling on the planet, right? It like, sounds great. Floating naked in the water under the pure black sky with all the stars. And then suddenly, I think I got nervous about sharks. And so we decided to stop. And one of us held the other one while the other one floated. And then we switched <laughs> off. No. See, that's but just... it was. And, and later, though, here's what it comes back to, though. Later, I looked at my shark tracker and found out that there was a great white in that vicinity see, at that no. time. Mm-mm. That's It's fucking terrifying. I They are terrifying. I 100% I, agree. I, 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 I very, and very much understand that your chances Everybody's are body is a shark body. Oh, sharks do not discriminate. <laughs> I, I used to have this boogie board thing, and it was like the bottom of it was all pearly. And I was like, this is the fucking bottom of a seal. I am swimming with the seal belly. Like, I'm literally a target. Like, I know. I had my shark 
eyes out all the time. Yeah, and I feel like there's a lot of gear out there though. Like surfboards in general are kind of shaped like fish, yeah, right? I mean, yeah, it's like what. <laughs> And like the, the thing about the ocean is you can be standing and it could be ankle deep and then a wave comes and it's waist deep. And if you're waist deep, it can be over your head all of a sudden. And then the people who swim out far, far, chaos, pure chaos. I don't know what is going on in their brain. When you can swim your out. Hearts. I love the ocean. I love the ocean. I have injured myself in the ocean many oh, times. Oh, me too. I love it. The ocean has beaten the shit out of me. So many scars. Laguna Beach, when I tried to rock climb in the ocean, crashed my whole body, everything, lots of injuries. But fuck sharks. I'm not playing that game. That, Agreed. Yeah, that is this. I mean, I, that is this, this game I'm not willing to Yeah, play. I mean, I have a shark bod. I do too, but it's a seal. That is, you know what? If it's beat body <laughs> Every type, time you say it's a seal, I think of our friend. Oh, is it? <laughs> oh, hi, a seal. What's up? But no, um, that, hey. I guess if I wanted to give anybody any advice, it's like like with my therapist today. Nobody's paying attention to you. <laughs> when it comes down to it, everybody's worried about themselves. But you can't tell people that. I mean, it's hard. And confidence is tricky. Well, I think that comes from Shit's Creek too, right? It's like when, uh, was it Alexis going for her fucking driver's test? David yes. basically tells her the same exact advice. It's like. Literally, nobody cares about you except for you. <laughs> yes, nobody's paying attention. And I mean, if they are paying attention, it's because they're interested in you. Exactly. And because they want to be paying attention. And they're not going to look at you and be like, oh, oh boy. Now, again, that's going to do nothing to anybody. And because- frankly, who cares if a bunch of fucking strangers are making fun of you behind your back? Who cares? You don't know about it. You literally don't know about yeah. it. It will never affect your life. That's so tacky. Even if they did, I feel like I'd, I'd make Oh, agree. Yeah. I mean, listen, but there are catty people out there who For do sure. that kind of stuff. Um, and- but yeah, I mean, it's, it's you know what, not to trivialize it because it is a big thing, but it can't be the biggest thing. There are bigger things like, um, I don't know, sharks in Nantucket and Libby and- And living your life and enjoying it. Just fucking do it. All of like, it. If you- Want to have a beach body? You have a beach body. There you go. Or a mountain body. I gave it to you. I don't have a mountain body either. I have all the bodies. I don't have a mountain body. I was watching this thing where people were like walking the, you know, the whole Appalachian Trail. Appalachian, whatever. I can't fucking say it. I certainly can't hike it. And I don't have a white water rafting body. If anybody's thinking of asking me, I do not want to go white water rafting with you. I'm just Damn it. I was going to ask you. Never. I fucking hate stuff like that. All right. Well, then I'm not going to ask you. All right. Um, Let's go tanning instead. I would do that. Let's talk about our crushes instead. But I do. Do you have a crush? I do. Crush it, Nicole. I wanted you to crush it. I want you to crush it with Putin. (laughs) <laughs> You're so weird. My crush this week is motherfucking Melissa McCarthy. Oh, I love, love, love. I like love doesn't even that woman. So I was um talking earlier about comedy with somebody. We were just having this conversation, and I was like, I was talking about the time I took an improv class, and I hated it so much <laughs> that I, I called after the first one and said that I broke my hip skiing. <laughs> Because it was $350, so I needed the money back. Oh, well, that's fair. But I fucking hated it. Like, I I feel like I... There was no buyer's remorse. It was just sort of like a, oh, no refund. There's no refund after the first class or anything. No, no, no. But I got it. 
I got the refund because you I broke, broke your hip. my hip. Who does that? <laughs> I know that's really bad, but like I hate, I hate improv, and like I'm funny, right? You're okay. hilarious. But in my like, I feel like I'd be really good at writing comedy. I feel like you would be really good at improv. I'm shocked you do I love it. I hate it. I first of all, I love improv. It's so much fun. See, I hate, I started an improv group in college. I, I would die. I hate the games. I don't like the people. Oh, the games are the. Best. I don't. I don't like the people in improv. I don't like the overly like oh because not I don't like them. I just can't do that. I can't do that kind of loud comedy. Like I can't. I can't do voices. We've already talked about this. I can't do accents. I can't do any of it. You don't need any of mm. that, though, for improv. I know, you but really I don't. feel like you need this some of it. You might not need all of it, but you need some. You need to have a little loud comedy in you. Like, like when I think loud of Loud comedy, yes, but no, so I, well, actually not necessarily. So I think of, like, like, Amy Poehler. She's great at comedy. She's great at, you know, she's great at, like, active comedy, and she's so funny to me. See, but you can actually do great improv with just, like, Knowing your character and I mean like you don't have to do physical comedy. I don't know. This 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 class was I was one class and we did like nine fucking different examples of physical comedy. There was like you, you gotta pretend you're this, now you're in this and you're in that, and it was so much. It reminded me so much of like waiting for Guffman. And I was like, <laughs> all I was thinking the whole time was I was like wanna do the dance at Corky. And I'm like, this is fucking terrible. I hate every second of this. So I hated it, prop. Um, gotcha. Now, again, could I write comedy? Fuck yeah. I'd be brilliant comedic writer. Brilliant. But Active, but now there's one Melissa McCarthy. Her comedy is, in my opinion, I think she's the best comedian out there today. I just overall, yeah. I think I think she's her. I, all of it is so funny. Everything about her, I absolutely agree. The Heat is basically my favorite movie with Sandra Bullock. Her comedy is so fucking clever and funny. Um, the Thunder Force I just watched the other oh, day. Oh, that was the one I just watched. I loved it. The, the movie where she goes back to college. Oh my fucking oh my god, are you daughter. kidding me? Like that one, honestly, I thought I was gonna hate that one. Mm. And when I watched it, it was nothing like the previews made it seem to yeah. me, which they made it seem like a girl version of a typical dude movie. Yeah. Which it so wasn't that. It was so funny. It was so much better what than that. that? Um, Gillian. Ah, uh, no. The girl, the girl who was Gillian in the coma. Anderson. The girl who was in the fucking coma. When she was the coma girl. I just, oh, that, what, what is that? Oh, I can't remember that movie. But, no. but that movie is so good. And it's really heartwarming and endearing as well. At so the same good. time. Like, the way, like, the daughter and the mom, like, end up connecting and making these bonds. And, like, it's, like, it actually kind of reminded me of me and my mom oh, in some that. ways. It's, I mean, so, The Spy. The uh, one I, everything. Every movie that woman is in is my favorite movie. She's so good. Like, her physical comedy is Agreed. so fucking... Her physical comedy is on point. I mean, Bridesmaids. I mean, I think it was everybody's first, like... Actually, like, I mean, that whole movie. Even Rebel Wilson in that movie. I love it. <laughs> She's a roommate. But when Melissa McCarthy's talking about the fucking like, falling down the cruise ship. 
and like hitting hitting each thing and then when she's talking about how she met a dolphin down there and then the guy like just the whole everything every movie she's in she's my favorite her physical comedy is unparalleled she's from the groundlings i love the groundlings anything they do like all the people from the groundlings are great yeah so she's yeah. fucking brilliant I and she's agree. so cute and she's so funny and 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 She's Sookie from fucking Gilmore Girls. Like it all started with Gilmore Girls, which is oh, my. Oh, did it? I oh, didn't yeah. know that. She's yeah. She's uh, my mom, and that's my mom, and you know that's our favorite show. That right, we I, and I've never seen it. It's it, that's that is the mom and daughter show. That is a fall show. It is the most endearing. Her, it is. It does not age well. It has offensive jokes. <laughs> um, the dialogue's really clever. Like they talk really quickly, and it's fun, but it's it's goofy when you watch it because you're like. But then they come back later and they do try to fix it all. But it is one of the most heartwarming shows of all time. And she's um she's in it and she's one of my favorite characters of all time. So like oh, yeah, interesting. I did not know that. I love that woman. Like my yeah, have you seen the one uh it's a more serious one. So that's the thing. It's like she has range. The writing one? The writing one. That one broke my heart. That was a so chance. Yes, yes. That was so good. Forgive me. Can you ever forgive yeah, me or something? Yeah, can you ever yeah. forgive me? Yeah. yeah. I think she was my crush after I watched that, I, actually, last year. I want to watch the one where she's in Hell's Kitchen because uh, my other girlfriend, Elizabeth Shue. Nope. Um, Elizabeth Moss. Is in, in that, yeah. We know, we know Elizabeth Moss is problematic because she's a Scientologist. We've all had this conversation But she also before. doesn't know she's problematic because she's a Scientologist. She's in a cult. But it's I'm not her fault. in love with her still. We know yeah. this. But yeah. she's in a movie with... So I should check that out. But Liz McCarthy, uh, just, she's just so fucking good. She's so good. Agreed. The Heat. The Heat. Best movie ever. Best okay, movie. so my crush okay. is on par, I think, with yours, which Excellent. is Margaret Cho. Great crush. So great, right? I mean, like, Adorable. talk about amazing comedian. I mean, like, certainly she doesn't do the kind of acting that Melissa McCarthy does. Like, yeah, but like her comedy is but pretty fucking her special. Her comedy is so and she's fucking on point. Very attractive. You know, gorgeous at every size. And she's struggled so much with her body issues, like, over the years. And she's been really public about it. Yeah. And I really love, like, how public she's been about... You know, the shit that she had to go through, you know, like with eating disorders and things like that. And like, and her substance abuse issues and all of the things. I mean, like she's been very public about all of those things and she makes them part of her comedy. Yeah. And that's kind of what's so amazing and brilliant and like also like reachable, like, right? Like mm -hmm. it makes you feel like you kind of yeah, I love could her. hang out with Margaret Cho and know her, you know? I, I saw her live. Me um, too. With oh. Ani DeFranco. Oh, I didn't see that. So I'm actually wearing. I did notice your right DeFranco shirt tonight. I noticed that earlier. Is this yours? No. Okay, because I don't know where it came from. <laughs> if anybody's missing an Ani DeFranco t-shirt, I'm wearing it. And I'm not gonna lie. Can't have it back. Hundred percent. Don't know. Where. Not. I, I don't feel like I bought it, but I may have at some point. Anyway, but um, I saw. Yeah, I saw Margaret Cho was on a Okay, I saw okay, so we saw Margaret Cho a bunch of years ago. It was somewhere in Dearborn. Yes. And it was almost like a supper club kind of a thing. So it was super weird because like I don't think most of the audience knew who Margaret Cho was. Yeah. That'd be right? a bummer. So and we were sitting at tables with other people because they were it was like I said, like kind of like a supper club weird thing and I mean it was just it was the it was a tiny little theater it was in Dearborn it was 
super weird. I, I think I've said that about five times. I know, now. but I can't because I saw her at a place that I feel like it, at Michigan State. Not, yeah, this wasn't State. like anything that you've seen like in any of her videos where she's like in a theater. <laughs> this was in like a couple hundred people with large dinner tables. That's so fucking weird. It was so weird. I don't even remember if dinner was served or not. I just remember that we were at tables and we had to sit awkwardly around the tables and with people that we didn't know and who clearly didn't know Margaret Cho. But we had a great time either way. That's weird. It was so crazy. But either way, Margaret Cho is... She's great. She's my crush. Great. Awesome. Um, okay, well, this was fun. So, Nicole, if Putin wanted to find us to poison us, how would he do that? Oh, God. I don't think it'd be that hard. Um... He could actually me. I live in Detroit. It's fine. Just do it. Um, or he can find us at uh, Queered Podcasts on Instagram and, and at Queerdos on Facebook. Yes. Um, thanks for tuning in. Rate. And yeah. Um, review. Rate, review, subscribe, all subscribe. of it. Send us a message. Maybe. Um, Except Putin, honestly, I don't think I want to hear from you yet. I'm not ready. For my hand in marriage, I'll take it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if you live in a summer zone. Because Nicole's a summer person now. Okay, well, let's not be too hasty. If you live in Norway, (laughs) look, 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 okay? Or Alaska, or I don't know, whatever. We could make it work. Um, Single. Negotiable. Single ready to mingle on this hot, hot girl summer, so. All right, um... Let's everybody have a hot girl summer. Let's do it. Enjoy your fucking self. Okay. And listen, if you don't identify as a girl, enjoy your hot person summer. Hot person summer. Hot person Yeah, we really summer. leaned into the girl thing tonight, but that's because we are identifying as that. We So it's, it's kind of hard to sit and just talk about, yeah. you know, men. But any dudes, if you ever want to, like, well, talk about it. non-binary people. Or... Yeah. Yeah, non-binary. Anybody... Anybody wants to talk about it, let us know. We'll get Hot you out here. Person summer. Hot person summer. And um, yeah, so see you next Tuesday through Friday. <laughs> at some point. It's yeah, we'll see you sometime. We'll get you. We'll get you when we get you. If it, especially yeah. if it's I mean, as simple as like if it's just a thing Listen. that we get and we get and we can do it. Listen, I invested in cryptocurrency. Clearly, I'm willing to throw money down the drain. <laughs> well, did you get your money back from it yet? Are you no. a millionaire? No. no. But I'm going to be. Yeah, probably. <laughs>